The views expressed on this show do not reflect Arch Rival, Adidas, or any other companies associated with them. With that being said, enjoy. It's the Fresh Club. As always, it is your host, Ray Jefferson, alongside my co-host, Jonathan McQueen. John, what's going on, man? Not so much, man. Just trying to be like you, man, whatever I can do. (laughs) This guy, man. Today is Tuesday the 6th, uh, one week away from Portland, my friend, where we go up, uh, everybody in the field. uh, We can't wait to see you guys. So one week away from that. Uh, NBA Finals, it's 2-0 right now to the Warriors. It's looking like the Warriors might uh, uh, beat King James in, in the NBA Finals this year. Uh, and uh, exciting news, I got to go to a concert last week, so that was awesome. Shout out to the weekend. I think all the instrumentals this week, uh, besides our uh, you know our only Stripes instrumental, should all be dedicated to the weekend because that concert was, uh, was fire, man. How... How, how are you doing today on Tuesday, man? Man, I'm just prepping for Portland, man. Obviously, we had a lot of deadlines, too, in the field. So working on that all weekend long. Definitely had it still going store. So this week is all about recovering and getting ready for Portland, man. So didn't go to the weekend concert like you yesterday, man. But I, I was able to definitely just enjoy the family. So before we set it off with our first interview with Matt Powell, he is a sports industry analyst with the MPD group. Um, if you definitely get on Twitter, want to follow him, he's a great follow. Twitter handle is at MPD Matt Powell. Definitely, like I said, great follow. And of course, before we set that interview off, we will go to our boy, Familiar Max, with the only stripes. There's some stripes on the teeth, on the teeth. There's some stripes on the sneaks, on the sneaks. Won't you take a look at me, look at me. Only gun they gon' see, gon' see. Only stripes, only stripes, yeah. Only stripes, only stripes. All right, so we are very fortunate to have on the line today Matt Powell. If you guys do not have Twitter, you must follow him. He is at MPD Matt Powell on Twitter. Um, he is a sports industry analyst, and we are, like I said, very fortunate to have him on the line. How are you doing today, Matt? Great, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Like Jonathan said, we definitely appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to uh, jump on Stripe Talk. So for the people at home that don't know you, go ahead and give them a, a little background about what do you what you do. Well, I'm the sports industry analyst at the NPD Group, which is a large uh, market research firm. Uh, and we collect uh, retail point of sale data from all of the major uh, sports retailers in the United States um, and in some other countries around the world. Uh, and we aggregate that data uh, and then I represent the data to uh, the marketplace, to the brands and the retailers as, uh, as well as to the press. All right, so how did you even get into the current industry that you're in? Sure, well, I, I grew up uh, as a retailer. I first started in the department store business and then moved over to the sports arena uh, and um, was involved in purchasing, buying for uh, 
for several different uh, sporting goods retailers, uh, Modell, Sportmark, uh, Sneaker Stadium, MVP.com. And um, I decided I wanted to start my con own consulting business. And uh, I had met a couple of uh, hedge fund managers who uh, asked me to do research for them um, on uh, the sports brands and retailers. And uh, that's what really started me off. And this is my 17th year now of, uh, of doing research on the industry. All right, so we usually have you know consumers or end users on the show to talk about uh, their shopping experience or to talk about products, but for us having an industry insider like yourself, we definitely want to focus more on the market and how the market is, is changing. So for Adidas, what was the, the biggest key for them as far as the U.S. market goes? The real key for Adidas, particularly in the United States, was to, to, to develop a, a, an American uh, approach to the product development and marketing. Um, and they really blew up uh, under Eric Litke's uh, direction, really blew up the way that they approached uh, product development and uh, in doing so, they, they now have product that is extremely appropriate for the U.S. consumer, and, uh, and sales have just taken off here like wildfire. It really started in probably November, December of uh, 2015, um, so we're about a year and a half into it, and uh, uh, the sales numbers are just staggering. Um, the best year I remember Adidas having in the U.S., um, was a 10% market share, and that was about 2006, um, about the time that Adidas acquired Reebok, and that drifted all down to about 4% market share um, in 2015, um, and all of that share that Adidas gave up went to uh, went to Nike Jordan, um, and since then uh, the, the Adidas share has risen quite steadily. In the month of April, uh, Adidas had a 13% market share in the U.S., the highest number I've ever seen. Um, and actually beat out Jordan as the number two sneaker brand in the in the uh, in the U.S. for the month of April. And as you said, Adidas definitely has been making a great push to win North American market. But financially, where was Adidas last year, and is it possible for Adidas to be number one? Well, I think I think number one is probably out of reach. Uh, uh, Nike has uh, last year had 36 percent or so share uh, in the U.S. and that, that's going to be a tough number to beat. Um, uh, Adidas at the end of last year had a seven percent share, um, up from four percent, as I said in in 2015. Um, but uh, there's no question in my mind that Adidas can continue to take share in the United States, um, and it would not be impossible for them to be number two above Jordan, who ended up the year at 14.5% last year. Um, but I think it will be would be very difficult to catch Nike here in the United States um, just because of their heritage. Um, but but there's no question that uh, Adidas can continue to grow here. All right, and with growth comes great products. Uh, so what are some of the best products that you've seen in the U.S. that Adidas is focusing on and that consumers are really enjoying? Well, I think the products that are key in the U.S. are uh, are really twofold. The classics um, uh, driven by Superstar, which in 2016 was the number one selling uh, dollar volume shoe in the United States, the first time in recent memory I have that that wasn't a Nike shoe or a Jordan shoe. Um, so again, another amazing achievement. Um, so classics drove a lot of the business and then uh, what we might c c categorize as lifestyle running, uh, other people call it modern running or, or comfort running. Um, uh, shoes like NMD uh, uh, have really uh, have really been a cute, huge driver for the brand. And those are the two key 
fashion categories right now that are that are showing the greatest growth in addition to what we would call casual athletic uh, meaning athletically inspired shoes but really don't have any technology and aren't really a classic and uh, the the adidas neo program uh, as you call it today um, is uh, is is a key factor there um, so the the two are really the three uh, areas of growth are the three areas where uh, adidas is having its greatest success all right so you know you're going to have a lot of sneakerheads kind of mad at you on your answer and you didn't even mention one easy in that whole conversation so why is that sure i you know i i think that if you particularly if you look at the at the easy product and you look at the number of pairs that have gone out um it's really inconsequential uh to the to the total so the sales of the shoe shoes themselves have not been a driver uh boost has actually become a much bigger program and, and, and probably would be larger if you weren't constrained by uh, material in, in availability. Um, but uh, uh, it really hasn't been about uh, about Yeezy. It's, it's really been about having great product. Uh, I, and the marketers hate it when I say this, but the best marketing campaign in the world won't move bad product and good product will always find the light. And so uh, uh, if you have a combination of a great marketing program and really compelling product, uh, that's when you can win. All right, so obviously the Boost program is huge, like you were saying. But quick question for you: Have you tried on Boost? And if so, you know what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I actually uh, I tried Boost when it first came out when you positioned it as a performance shoe uh, and had it at dicks with the with the ball on the on the rod that you could drop and all, you know, demonstrate how the cushioning worked. And uh, uh, yeah, it's a very very impressive product. Uh, it, it, it's it, it's very comfortable. I, I actually find it kind of humorous that uh, my my sneakerhead. Uh, Twitter followers are are talking about comfort like uh, like uh, you know I, I described as you know the only p other people I've ever heard talk about comfort are uh, mall walkers but um, uh, <laughs> you know it, it's it's really interesting that that comfort has really become a, a compelling sales story in in the U.S. today and we're seeing I'm not going to mention other brands and products but we're we're seeing lots of products that we could describe as comfort driven that are, are that are getting some uh, real attention right now and and clearly that's what driving the boost uh, the boost uh, enthusiasm in the u.s all right matt well thank you once again for joining the show and for those that want to follow you more get some more of this inside information that you have where can they follow you at and also the floor is yours if you want to add anything to the conversation great well i, I just would leave you with that I, I think the future is very bright for the for adidas in the u.s and around the world uh, i'm looking for big things this year uh, and I would mention that if uh, you want to uh, get my blog, I write a blog about once a week on the business. Uh, if you link me on LinkedIn, um, uh, I will add you to that distribution and let you know when those blogs come out. And, and again, my Twitter handle is uh, at NPD Matt Powell. Hey DJ, hey DJ. play that All right. Thanks again to our guy, Matt Powell. Like you said, make sure you guys follow him on social media. He is always out there with the right numbers, uh, trying to educate the end user and, and all the sneakerheads on Twitter. Uh, so again, we definitely appreciate that, Matt. Uh, and next up, before we get into our professional athlete, our guy, Noah Brown, uh, I definitely you know wanted to take some time out to uh, shout out again to all the agents as we are hyped to see you guys in Portland next week for training camp. Um, and because of our uh, route to training camp, you know, we go up there twice a year being field agents. Um, we actually dropped an exclusive item 
uh, that you can get not only on our website, but also uh, if you go through the uh, Stripe Talk app. It's called the Rose City Tea. It's a Portland exclusive. Uh, it's available online. And like I said, on the Stripe Talk uh, app right now. And we would love it if, you know, all of our, uh, all of our field agent friends go ahead, support, rock that tea out there. Um, we definitely got some cool giveaways. John, you want to talk about the little giveaways that we're going to do while we're out in Portland? Uh, definitely, man. Of course, we're going to come through, make sure that we have a little bit of merchandise. But I won't give anything away. But if you do find us at training camp, show us that you have the, the app downloaded. We'll definitely hook you up on the spot and make sure that you get some nice Stripe Talk exclusive. I feel like people going to bum rush us. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna figure out they're gonna uh, look at all of our social media and see where we're at uh, run, <laughs> run into the middle of training sessions like hold on yo yo right 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 John John I got that <laughs> but uh, no man I can't wait like I said we can't wait to see everybody uh, and and we're we're so hyped for training camp and like I said uh, go support copy Rose City Tea the awareness tea is always available uh, the Rose City Tea will actually only be available for the month of June so again don't sleep on it I know you guys get paid uh, <laughs> next week so make sure you go cop it um, and and support and like I was saying supporting that's our biggest thing so me being from Jersey I always gotta support. And this guy came through for us this week. He's supporting us. Uh, my guy, Noah Brown, straight out of 973. Uh, we grew up together, families, awesome. Uh, he's, you know, an amazing, amazing athlete, as you can already tell, since he is in the NFL. He was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys uh, in this past draft. He's going to be wearing number 85 out there on the field, straight out of Pope John. Don't, drop that Starboy instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that one on. Uh, New Jersey's own star boy, Mr. Noah Brown. Let me go ahead and call him up right now. First off, man, I want to say congratulations. I haven't had a chance to talk to you since you got drafted and you got to the next step. So, man, congrats. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's a blessing. All right, for those that haven't been following your journey from the beginning, go on and let them know the progress from New Jersey to Ohio State and now to the NFL. First off, I grew up in a town called Flanders, New Jersey. Um, Ended up going to high school about 30 minutes away, uh, Pope John. Uh, and from, from that point on, I ended up, you know, earning a scholarship to Ohio State, where I played for three years. My freshman year, I played uh, as, as a true freshman. We ended up winning the national championship. Uh, and then my sophomore year, I ended up breaking my leg and sat out the whole season, which I feel like it was a, you know, a determining part in my, in my future, in my career. Um, and then there was last year where I, I was able to play and start for uh, one year with Ohio State. And, had a pretty good year and now I'm here with the Cowboys. All right, man, so enough about the journey. Let's talk about some of the highlights, you know what I mean? And the first highlight that comes to mind when I think about Noah Brown is the catch of the year that you had, you know, versus Oklahoma on national television. I remember uh, videotaping it and I was sending it to your brother and he, <laughs> he had me laughing because he was actually at the game. You got interviewed, Twitter was blowing up about it. You were a trending topic. So go ahead and talk about just going viral in that catch. Like, little Wayne was tweeting about it, bro. That's crazy. Right, you know, I mean, when I did it, I knew I had made a good play. Uh, I, I was excited about it because we were going into half, and uh, it was just a big, big momentum play, but I had no clue it was going to blow up in the way that it did. Uh, yeah, to, to see Lil Wayne and, and, and everybody tweeting about it, that was just, it was crazy. I mean, but, you know, it was just a, it was a play that, you know, I was fortunate to have my team, you know, come up with code on the, uh, on the winning side. 
and that was just part of it. So, you know, it was definitely something I was excited about. But, uh, again, it was just, you know, a play that I tried to do to, to, to help the team win. So everybody obviously sees the whole college playing days and that catch of the year and all those accolades, but they don't understand that hard work and that journey that it takes to get into the league. So go on and let the listeners know how that process was after your last game at Ohio State, Pro Day, signing with Adidas, all that good stuff and leading up to the draft, man. Right, I mean, not a lot of people know that. That was probably like, probably the most stressful time of my life, really. Uh, Cause you know, it comes that's like the most major decision I've had to make to this day. And uh, just really, it was about it was about just putting your head down and grinding, you know, staying out of the staying out of the media and what people are talking about and, and you know, what decisions you made and stuff like that, and just trusting in God and, and trusting in, in your grind and, and your ability, and you know, just the reward came on came on draft day, you know, hearing my name called and hearing that I have an opportunity to play for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it's just it made it all worth it. So you know, I feel like it was definitely the most stressful part of my life, but you know also the most rewarding, you know, so now here I am now just trying to take advantage of it. And one of your biggest recruiters was definitely your ex-teammate Ezekiel Elliott. He was in Jerry Jones and the offensive coordinator's ear trying to make sure that he got you down to Dallas to make sure that you were a, a, a star boy. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, that, that that was real encouraging for me to see because I feel like, you know, one of the best things you can have on your resume is somebody who's been with you, one of your peers, talking about the work that you've done. I, I feel like that there's, there's no better recommendation than that and you know just speaking about playing with Zeke again you know he, he's an excellent running back and, and playing with an excellent running back like that opens up the pass game in a, in a tremendous way so just being able to help him make plays in the blocking game which is one of my strengths and then just you know letting his run game help us make plays in the passing game it just makes offense a whole lot easier so you know I'm glad to be his teammate again I'm glad to start making plays with him yeah, now it's gonna be sick, bro. They get you on the edge and you crack back or something like that. I, I can already see it. I'm already, yeah. I'm already seeing it. So now that we know a little bit about the journey and the process of getting into the league, tell us about that process on picking a brand to be associated with. And why was Adidas the best fit for you? Right. Well, number one with me when picking a brand was comfort. Um, you know, I'm, I'm my feet are a huge part of the game, um, especially playing wide receiver, and, and I feel like I need to be you know, comfortable during the whole game. And, you know, some of the things I experienced with other brands weren't exactly comfortable. And I feel like Adidas gave me the best chance to, you know, go out there and play and not, and not have to worry about anything else. And, you know, um, obviously they have great style in their shoes and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, and the number one with me was comfort. And I feel like there's not a better, you know, brand really for, for comfort cleat-wise, you know, than, than Adidas. So it's the, the process was pretty easy for me going into it. And I already knew what I wanted to be with. And before I let you go, Big Dog, we definitely got to have all the listeners follow you. So go ahead, shout out your social media, let them know where they can find you at. And good luck this season, man. We definitely appreciate you jumping on. Uh, for, for both my uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram, uh, you can follow me at NB underscore eight, spell out the number eight with the, uh, with the number five at the end. It's the digit five. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it, bro. Anything you need, let me know. Hit me up, shoot me a text, whatever, and uh, keep grinding, bro. You're going to be great. I know it. No doubt, bro. I got you. All right, man. Hey, NFL star in the making, man. So we're so glad to get Noah on the show, and we will definitely jump right into words of wisdom this week. I will go a little left with my man, Will Farrell. I cannot go a day without thinking about the movie Ricky Bobby. Talladega Nights or Step Brothers quoting a line man so I'm gonna go a little left with my words of wisdom this week with Will Farrell. Um, you will never truly be successful until you learn to get beyond yourself empathy and kindness are the true signs of emotional intelligence 
So I'm definitely going to take some time now, man, to get more. And uh, what you got for this week for what's it worth, man? All right, yo, you can never go wrong with a Will Ferrell quote. So I definitely respect that. Will Ferrell, like you said, is the man. Uh, every movie he drops. He has another movie actually coming out, I think, when they're paying for their daughter's tuition. I forget what it's called, but it, it looks like Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one's going to be hilarious. That's a must watch. Uh, so shout out to Will Ferrell. Uh, but this week, I'm going with my guy. Jonathan talks to me on a daily basis, so he knows that I like idolize this man, Gary Vandercheck um, from VaynerMedia. I think that he is like the man when it comes to uh, digital marketing and everything else like that. Uh, so I got a quote from him, from our guy Gary V, uh, and it is, skills are cheap, passion is priceless. And all that means is everybody has skills. Uh, he also has another quote where he basically says, you know, ideas are ish, fill in the blank. Uh, <laughs> execution is everything. And I think for us here at Stripe Talk, me and Jonathan, uh, that's like the thing that's linked us together from day one. It's just been the fact that like, yeah, we're both visionaries. Yeah, we both understand that there's like a whole world out there and it's up to us to, uh, to go ahead and, and uh, make things happen. But we also understand that a lot of people have ideas. It's not the idea. You know, we can put a bunch of people in the room and they can come up with ideas forever. The, the sweet spot or the most important thing is executing. And that's, that's the thing, you know, it's easy to dream about it. It's, it's much harder to execute it. And I think that for us, that's what we do. We execute. So uh, my execution brother, <laughs> I guess, I will uh, see you in Portland in a couple of days, man. Get your bags packed, uh, kiss the family. And uh, yeah, man, uh, Strike Talk, we out.